0: guys what is up we're back for another Q&A it has been many months it's been a year actually that's crazy yeah. we did like we did one Q&A and then we split it up into two um a long time ago and so now Bethany are back which has been Quite fantastic just for like a day until she leaves to see other people and goes back to california but we want to do a Q&A and just hear what you guys wanted to know um this is going to be a podcast so if you don't listen to BBY podcast or Building a Better You podcast, then you definitely should. Um, but yeah, so we got questions from y'all on our Instagram stories and we're just going to go through those. We're going to try to make it concise. Yeah, very concise. We tend to just ramble in, like, <laughs> these, like an hour. So <laughs> Me too. our goal is 20 minutes. So if we do 20 minutes, I'm going to be very proud of us. Yeah. But we're just going to jump right in.
1: So- yeah. So thank you all again for the questions. Yeah. Um, And yeah, we'll try to, we'll do timestamps too, so y'all can skip to any question you're interested in. So first question was, please give me some advice on creatine. Is it good or bad? Um, So creatine is definitely very, very good. And the only really con before I get to all the benefits is some people, if they like mix creatine with their caffeine can have a little bit of an upset stomach, but that's literally the only con meaning like it's so good like there's so many benefits of it being safe effective has been tested and researched researched so many times like oh my gosh like so much research but yeah increases lean muscle strength um cognitive function even good if you're pregnant so very very safe and effective get creatine monohydrate fit five grams a day is also like a good dose and yeah
0: definitely good and it's just like basically like science behind it, it just fuels the foster system There's different energy systems basically just adding to that um and can just help in your workouts so next question best jeans for thick thighs and a small waist what we all aspire to have yeah. um i have i don't have a pair of these but i there's a company called fit jeans and I really want a pair of their jeans. I know. I don't either because they're
1: pricey. Dude, they're
0: Okay, they're expensive, but I'm sure they're worth it. Basically, like, they are for the thick thigh. Well, not even thick thigh. Just, like, whatever thighs you have. You know, we are all <laughs> inclusive here. Um, <laughs> but they're, like, st- apparently, like, really stretchy and nice. Um, They are pricey,
1: but I would <clears throat> say those. Yeah. Okay, but my $20 version. Oh,
0: Bethany always with the budget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Mix and match. I know they have this um in Southern California. I don't know. Where what all states they have these, but it's literally just called mix and match twenty dollars jeans, um, and they're perfect like small waist. Oh, it's called mix. And, that's the. Brand? It's literally called mix and match oh. the store. Oh, the store. Yes. Also,
0: just freaking American Eagle jeans. Honestly, I can never really. Yeah, wrong sometimes American Eagle. Yeah. If you get like the stretchy.
1: Just get ones. stretchy. Stretchy for sure. And then Not just you have like to wear a belt, you know. Legs. yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. You can go ahead and
1: read. Okay, that. so. I like this question. Is it hard to put yourself out there on Instagram? So we'll both answer this. So we both um, very, very active on Instagram. And, you know, I I feel like there's the good and bad that come with it. I think the good part to me is, like, I genuinely get so excited to post something. Like, I plan ahead my posts because I just kind of have to where my schedule is. So I have a post, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to post this this week. And I get so excited to post it just because, like, the information or like just whatever it is so I'm very eager and I love posting things whether that's like information um, or whatever but the definitely the hard parts are you know I overthink what I post too to where you know is this going to be accepted am I like just being redundant and what I'm posting am I being too much am I being annoying like I do, I do think about those things but I also have to be like you know I can't please everyone and if I'm posting this and it's helping one person like it just has to be like worth it in a way but yeah and I think like is the more we are vulnerable on social media like you really do get a good response like whatever you put out there people are going to receive it and they can even you know it opens up good conversations there's definitely people that have had like hate comments um but you know it's not the majority so like the majority is um you know my obviously our followers are watching this too so like definitely appreciate any kind of like conversations we have through like dms and stuff like that yeah so it's positive overall
0: yeah um i mean no i wouldn't say it's hard for me to put myself out there i like bethany was saying like i enjoy instagram you know i try for the most part to be intentional with my captions you know i'm me and her, you know, walking on the treadmill, making our captions. You know, yeah. Do, <laughs> for like, ahead sure. of time. Sometimes, you know, I'll post something and there's not much to say. But most of the time, I try <clears> to <throat> be intentional, whether that's fitness, health, or mindset, or whatever. Because I want to be sure what I say adds to somebody and is not just another account. Um, You know, I feel like definitely just through bodybuilding, I've gained a lot of confidence in myself. And so, I don't really have a problem posting pictures of myself or whatever, I will say recently, which I was just talking to Bethany about, um, is recently I have really struggled with comparison, I've never really had that issue before, and recently I have, and definitely Instagram is kind of, like, making, was, like, stemmed from Instagram, um, whether it be just from, like, the amount of engagement I don't have, you know, compared to others, or just, like, looking at other bodybuilders, or whatever, and, you know, again, this is kind of, like, not the normal Sierra, but, like, I'll be vulnerable and real like I have struggled um and we had a really good conversation about that and part of that is things okay what can I do better on my end and part of that is like I just have to let go and keep doing me you know like people have different accounts that represent different things and some of the accounts don't really represent anything it's just about them and that's fine but what I'm doing is different and sometimes it takes more time to gain the following and the engagement I want but it's worth it because what I'm putting out there is worth It you know and whoever Mm -hmm. wants to read it can so that's what I'll say about that. Good in general we we like Instagram you know we enjoy it it's a good time
1: Um, (laughs) it's a good time. (laughs) Um how do you get clients? So (laughs) honestly Instagram (laughs) yeah 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 we've like solely used Instagram for like advertising like it's free advertising. Um when I first started my business literally through Instagram I was on Facebook a little bit but. It's it's that plus a lot of word of mouth as well. That's and once you get clients, yep. a lot of times like their friends and family, along with like your friends and family, um, that's really how your business can grow. Um, and it really just depends on like your success rate and how you've like treated your clients mm-hmm. as well. And that's when it's going to spread and grow. Yeah, definitely
0: just Instagram, word of mouth, all of that is kind of just how, how, how we do it. Um, next one. Can I just drink coffee instead of pre-workout? Um, honestly, if you want to, I say sure. The only thing, so coffee has caffeine, pre-workout has caffeine, but coffee doesn't have any other of those other um, added supplements within it to enhance your workout. So if you're looking for something to help with, like, vasodilation, like pump, or, like, beta alanine, or any of that stuff, coffee's obviously not going to have those things. But if you're like, um, I really just want some caffeine, I'd rather just drink some coffee, like, Sure, go for it, but you're not having those other added ingredients to enhance your workout. So. so what
1: I do is I have coffee throughout the morning when I'm in class and things, and then in the afternoon when I work out, I do stim free, so caffeine free. Mm-hmm. So use like a pump. Yes. Basically, use any stem free. Um yeah. Stim free pre workout yeah. basically. Definitely a pump. Because without to yeah. just
0: like help limit your caffeine if you're a big coffee person. So yeah, um, that will have benefits as well.
1: Um, what advice would you give a trainer slash online coach? This kind of also even feeds back or goes back to like what we were just talking about, but it's how you're, you brand yourself on social media too. I know for the longest time I waited to put myself out there on social media. Like I was super into fitness for like a good, like two, even like approaching like three, like three years before I even posted anything fitness on Instagram Because it was hard for me to put myself out there, but in a way where I wanted to feel like I'm actually making a, or not making a difference, but like contributing something that's Mm -hmm. different because I'm like, there's a million fitness accounts on Instagram. Like Mm -hmm. what, like, what am I going to contribute to this? And so I didn't contribute to it, you know, and until I found like, I feel like my kind of voice and my like branding that I felt this actually does add more value to what's already out there. And you have to find that in with yourself and like whatever you're good at too. Like if you, if videos are your thing, if mm-hmm. writing is your thing, if like talking's a more like podcasts or maybe YouTube or maybe like blogging, like find what you're good at and do that thing. And you'll have yeah. to work at it, like figuring out how to make a TikTok. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. like so time consuming at first. Um, But at the end of the day, like stick with your brand be consistent post 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 be consistent with your posts and definitely just like don't try to just copy someone else because then it's just redundant
0: (laughs) um yeah that's one thing that we talked about just now is like i i do need to be more consistent and like how i you know reaching out to other people but also more consistent like with my posts and all of that which i'll um do better at this coming year but I think another thing too is just like this is such a general question you can go so many avenues is like if you want to be a good coach then care like truly care like do not start coaching and like know that this is a human body you're working with like I feel I mean we both feel very strongly about this like Mm -hmm. truly care about your clients because they actually want to be better and if you're in this just because coaching is cool and like I want to be a trainer and Maybe you don't really like when I first started coaching, I didn't know what I was doing. So I'm not one to talk. Like, I nobody really knows what they're doing, but yeah, you is, just have to start. We both cared enough that we worked our butts off to learn. We invested financially, we invested in our time, we invested in our emotions because we care. So if you don't care enough to learn, then don't be a coach. And that's what I'll to say. I feel very strongly about that. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just a
0: little. Rant, but, um, <laughs> but, yeah, and then also I just want to say like Bethany does such a great job with her Instagram. Like, it is honestly like no other Instagram that I follow. Just like because it is just so it truly is just like life giving. Um, so yeah, definitely give her a follow if you don't. Also, I feel like our mics are not. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Oh, okay, we're good. Sorry. Uh, like, <laughs> Loki was like talking and like looking over. Okay, just need to talk louder. Okay. Anyway, next question. <laughs> I was like, oh, we so can do it long again. It because just quick thing, our camera is weird. Almost twelve out. minutes. We got okay, eight minutes. We got this. We got this. Next question.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, oh.
0: Should I do oh, bicep curls? Oh, Should oh. I do bicep curls? Dang. Too bad I'm not wearing like a tank top. <laughs>
1: oh my god. Um, <laughs> Like you, you can go ahead. And- okay, so ahead. the only thing about should I do bicep curls is, like, there was a study that, like, okay, let's say you just did compound movements, movements, right? So, like, rows, back movements that also incorporate your biceps, because all of them do. Do you have to do, like, does that make a difference than just doing back movements and also bicep movements? And in the study, they found that, like, the bicep thickness of growth was actually the same or, like, very, very similar with those who just did like compound movements, like I'm doing movements from my back, incorporating biceps versus um, added bicep curls. So it depends on your goals, it depends on you. If your biceps are kind of lagging and you're like, you know, it's not my prime muscle group that grows super fast for me and like whatever, definitely add more volume to that muscle, right? Especially like biceps are not gonna take a lot of energy from your central nervous system to like train. So like, Definitely add on some biceps if you feel like they're lagging or whatever, but as, as far as just like a well-rounded workout and if you're short on time, don't prioritize bicep girls is yeah, my if take. if
0: the time is a thing or if you really just don't care enough, then, you know, it's not necessary, but if you want bigger arms, if you want just a more balanced physique overall, then yes, so. Yeah. as what we have to say. Um, how do I grow my hamstrings? Bethany.
1: Okay, so another, love y'all love know, this. y'all know how I love the seated hamstring curl. And if you just did. look back on my post to do, just to see more information about this, because I'll be quick, but basically, you know, how to grow your hamstrings. If you're eating enough, you know, sufficient protein and calories and all of that, and that's in check, like training wise, you want to do, you know, seated hamstring curl for sure has been proven just from research to be like the best for hypertrophy and then throwing in a variety of ways to train your hamstrings. So like RDLs. So that's different because like you're actually hinging at your hips mm-hmm. instead of hinging at your knees. So the people that are watching this can see this, but um, that's the big difference. So incorporating both is best.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, okay. I want to build strength and be jacked. Should I train specific muscles or movements? So, I mean, honestly, to be jacked, you have to build strength. To build strength, you're going to build muscle, so they kind of go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And what Bethany was saying, which you can talk more about this, is, you know, um, kind of like what you were saying with the biceps. You know, you can just do the main compound <clears throat> main movements without the bicep accessories, and you'll still grow your biceps. But if you want bigger biceps, then you have to train your biceps directly. So, um, like, let's say you want to be strong on squat. Sure, squat is going to build your legs overall, but, like, let's say you're lacking in your hamstring specifically, then you need to do specific hamstring movements or if your are quad, specific quad movements. So um, you can do strength exercises, but to, quote-unquote, look jacked, build your body overall, then you need to add in those accessories, those movements that will um, individually target those specific muscles.
1: Yeah, I mean, look at a strength athlete and then a bodybuilder. It's just the bodybuilding is just you're – doing a lot of accessories in the hypertrophy ranges to where like you're doing a lateral raise a front raise and then a rear delt because you're trying to isolate more muscle groups because that just promotes symmetry and like physique aka jacked <laughs> aka jacked
0: yeah. um okay how does water intake affect your prep and stage weight so in general um obviously you just want to be drinking enough water because hashtag healthy um and all those things i'll say when water really comes in the most is uh or really when you get specific and manipulate water is when you're in peak week and day before your show however people can screw themselves over by manipulating too much or cutting too much water you know cutting salt adding tight diuretics it kind of just can screw up your physique and what you're trying to accomplish so for example with me um you know I was drinking like a gallon and a half to two gallons I was drinking a lot during prep I remember that I was thirsty um (laughs) don't know why just was anyhow so when we get to like Thursday before my show my show is Saturday we were carving up and we would uh so we're increasing our carbs so then we're going to increase water because water is kind of like the gas it's like the fuel to the carbs so that's where we would increase water and then when we go back to normal food we cut back To keep the fullness. Um, And then the day of my show, obviously, I don't want to be chugging water and look watery and all of that. So, I'm basically just sipping. But it wasn't like you're not going to drink any water today. Um, Because if you're too dehydrated, then that can cause your body to release something called antidiuretic hormone. And it makes your kidneys hold on to water. ADH. Yeah, ADH. So, then that's just not a good deal. Anyhow, next question. (laughs) excuse you
1: sorry um okay so what are your splits
0: oh <clears throat> okay so i'm four days a week i've been four days a week for the past several months and it's actually hmm. been really nice. nice at first i was like nope want to do five but then i was like i'm appreciating my rest um and i'm still look y'all you do not have to train five six seven days a week to grow like obviously you if anything really that's just gonna seven, b- but burn
1: like, yourself out and then you're not gonna want to keep up training five days a week because that's a lot
0: you can grow very well a four days a week like there's ifeb pros who will train four days a week you know what i'm saying so anyhow i'm training four days a week eventually i'll probably go back to five but um i am doing glutes hamstrings and then push so basically a little chest shoulders um pull and yeah i do like back and arms one day and then i'll do quads another day
1: I'm doing, <clears throat> like, lower, upper, lower, upper, lower, basically. And then if I do four days, then I'll only do one upper body day a week. And if it really – is if I'm, like, desperate and I can only work out, like, one or twice a week, then it's, like, literally just both. Lower body focused on glutes and hamstrings because that's what I need to grow. That's, like, with what my goals are right now. Yeah. But, Yeah. Okay, thoughts on cryotherapy. So, it's basically like um, using ice. So, very important. Do not take an ice bath after a hard workout Ooh, for I hypertrophy mm. because it will decrease hy- like like your effects on hypertrophy, a.k.a. it will not be good for muscle growth at all.
0: So, why? Is there a reason I do that? You know-
1: yeah, I don't know if I can just fit that in. But basically it's going to decrease the metabolic like literally what's going on in your cells. Well, that
0: makes sense because if your body is colder, your body when your body's warm it just means things are happening, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, things like, are happening. Things, things are going. So if you're like your body's still warm, your body it means your body is still actively working on recovering, you're burning calories. Yeah, increase. It's
1: really like the blood flow um oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. of okay, just yeah, like that's blood healing, blood. right? So then yeah. if you're What cold does um, is basically, like, it takes um, a lot of that blood flow. It decreases that um, blood flow to that area, which you want when you have, like, an acute injury. So, if you just sprained your ankle, it's going to get so big and swollen. We don't want that to happen. We want to slow that down. Your tissues are, like, borrowing blood from the outside tissues around it. That's why it gets all purpley and stuff. So, then we want to decrease that with ice. Um, anyway, so as far as like cryotherapy in that sense of like an ice bath, pretty intensive, then yeah, you don't want to do cold for that. Honestly, just like stretch for soreness, Mm -hmm. walk, like blood flow in that sense. We're not going to do anything crazy because we actually want to let our body do what our body needs to do to rebuild that muscle. Um, but, as far as like muscle spasms, trigger points, acute injuries, for sure, like I said, but obviously talk to your physician for that one. Um, that is, yeah, cryotherapy or heat, literally, what makes you feel better? like if you have like some pain going on in like your knee and ice feels better than heat, then use ice and heat. like there's no magic answer. Um, both can be good for like even just like chronic pain
0: miss pt yeah. For that. Here. That's
1: what I learned in PT school this year. Love so. That. There we go.
0: Um
1: we are out of time on the video. It is still But it's still recording? recording? Okay, I was worried that my camera was going to shut off. I think it's still recording. Interesting. All right, okay. you can take the next question.
0: Okay. Um do some people do better with limited carbs or will I not? Or will I not progress without them? So, um obviously, let's just go ahead and say carbs are good. We love carbs. Um Obviously, our, our body's preferred source of energy is glucose, glycogen, comes from carbs, all of that. And if you, you know, it's kind of a general question, but, like, if you're saying, I want to grow, can I grow with limited carbs? Um, probably not as well. Not as well, honestly. Unless you're someone with, who needs a higher fat diet if you have, like, epilepsy or something. But, honestly, on a higher fat diet, in my opinion, I don't think you'll grow as well if you're like mm-hmm. legit high high fat and very yeah. very low carb yeah. because your body just functions better your brain literally functions better off carbs it needs that glucose um so my opinion is you need carbs for just optimal just feeling good throughout the day having energy and um to support training and being in a surplus like to grow you generally you need to be a surplus you can't be in a deficit and grow um and so if you're trying to be in a surplus with just a bunch of fats like that's not gonna be the best way to go um, as far as fueling training, recovery, and all of that.
1: Yeah, and I will say like, just like your judgment call on amount of carbs you're eating, if you have a background in tracking, that's what really really helps you yes. make that judgment call because then it's like 200 grams of carbs. Cool, I have no idea what that means. like, you know, and that's I didn't know how however much like, that meant <laughs> either because it's like, um, but if you are familiar with it in a sense where like, Okay. I know. I mean, I'm personally eating like over 300 grams of carbs a day, mm-hmm. but when I'm dieting, I've gotten as low as, I don't know, maybe like 120, 130 grams of carbs a day. And some people are like, okay, cool. I'm going to be on a low carb diet. Um, or i want to start dieting. They go from eating like even upwards to like four or 500 grams of carbs a day, a typical American diet maybe. And then go to like Oh, minimal carbs or like 80 carbs a day or even like right. 100 or so like less
0: understanding what is an, a normal amount of carbs because like
1: what low carbs what does actually low carb is mean to you so yeah or definitely s- moderate carbs or yeah tracking. just like
0: and then nutritionally dense food right if you're gonna have a donut there's gonna be a lot more carbs in a donut than like a serving of something else that's, or you'll get more out of a serving of nutritionally dense food than out of a sugary food and whatever um but i think we all already know that
1: (laughs) we already know that you already know that didn't you (laughs) (laughs) You didn't pay attention Um, yeah anyhow but yeah
0: i mean our opinion is just i think also i do want to say some people do better off higher fat um and that's totally fine i think part of it is going to be your body composition if you're someone who is very overweight then most likely you will not need high carbs because you're probably going to be a bit insulin resistant, you know, and all of those things. So you want to go lower carb and higher fat, but that just means you, that you are in a weight loss. That is your goal. Building muscle is not your goal. So, you know, it depends on goals, but in general, we like our carbs. Carbs are good. And if you want to build your physique, then eat your carbs.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Awesome. Well, that's all we have. Yeah. Thank you so much for questions. Um, and just like all your support and you know our dms are always open yep
0: definitely let us know if you have questions about any of this or further questions we're always open to talk
1: yeah Um, and we're about to get a workout in
0: yeah we're to go we'll probably film that
1: too and post it yeah so
0: anyway thank you guys for listening if you enjoyed please let us know because having feedback really does mean a lot and um for sure you know sometimes i know people are listening but to actually know that they're listening like actively telling me and bethany you know makes a difference to us makes our day so anyhow um and again this will be on building better you podcast spotify apple all of that check us out um and yeah happy to
1: be here love you guys